You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Boom! Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week, courtesy of the Diamantina Podcast Network. Obviously, you can hear my voice. I'm a little underdone, but here to try and make some magic. Also joined, as always, by the incomparable Seth Curry of the podcast, one Edward Simpson. How are you? Tom, I'm very well. You sound like shit, yeah. really. I've yeah. got to be honest. Yeah. Sound like you've been hit by a truck, mate. I have. Uh, good of you to come in. Off the deathbed. Off the deathbed. Pick yourself up. Really appreciate that. For the punter and the dribbler, it's a big week, Eddie. Obviously, the Origin teams have been named. Yep. So we've got to talk about that, mate. I can't, I can't stress that enough that I was sitting there at home going, if I pull the plug... Mm. How am I going to sort of make sense of the world that is rugby league and state of origin right now? Well, you would have missed a week. We would have missed. missed we would have missed a perfect opportunity to talk about state of origin. That's right. And not only that, punters, dribblers. It's also uh, World Cup cricket, World Cup week now. As you can see, mm. or Eddie can see, mm. the punter and the dribbler at home may not be able to. We are filming this. Battery's low. May not get a video out. But I am in the uh, 2015 World Cup shirt. You are adorned in a 2015 World Cup shirt. You felt look fantastic. I thought it was only right. Now, Eddie, I appreciate you saying fantastic because as I left the house today, as sick as I am, obviously mm. you looking at me physically now, like if you just go head down, you yeah. go, the man looks like shit, could be dying, uh, fear for his health and safety. But as soon as I put it on, my girlfriend had just got home and she actually went, Damn, that colour suits you. Mm. You look very attractive in that shirt. Now, Punisher, I'm not lying to you here. I don't have any need to lie. It's not me intrinsically, clearly, because I'm on death's door, but as soon as I put on that canary yeah. yellow of the nation, I no longer looked sick, and she was sexually attracted to me for the first time in days. Months, do you think maybe. that do you think that the shirt provided you? With the power to get out of bed and make this podcast happen today, is there a, is there an element of that in an the show? An intrinsic power in the is canary there power yellow? in the canary yellow? I think there has to be Eddie because honestly, I was I am look power in the strip. You can hear me. I sound like shit today. I have felt like shit. I'd look <laughs> if I took this off right now. I guarantee you, I'd probably fall asleep. I'd pass out. You would. You'd have to call the paramedics. You would. Give me a pack of whacker to get my heart started again. Sure, sure. So. So there's mystique, there's power, there's energy in the strip, in, in the, the shirt. Strip. And look, and and also, look, don't let me, don't distract from the fact that it also apparently just fits so well with my complexion, my eye colour, you know, skin tone and things like that, that I, that I I just can't help but look handsome yeah. in it, I think is sort of the Do- main takeaway. doesn't hurt that it's a 4XL as well, Tom. That is not... Hides everything. Well, that's true. I mean, you've got to have a loose fitting situation. That's right. But I don't like that you brought that up. Well, I'm just saying it helps. I'm sure it, it does. certainly helps, but I mean, you know, you've got. It to doesn't try. hinder. It helps. It certainly helps. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Thus, the sexual attraction comments. No one needed to know there was an extra, an extra large, but an extra large it is. So, uh, with that, with that, with that in mind, punters, dribblers, there is a bit more we'll talk about. David Pocock, um, punters and dribblers. There's there's, there's been dribbles from the dribbler. There's been dribbles from the dribbler. Uh, there has been some progress from last week's developing story. Uh, we'll be touching on that if you missed the Instagram post. Yes, and not all of you follow our Instagram, which I find. Strange. What is it again, Eddie? It's at Hello Sport Podcast. That's it's right. pretty simple. It's very simple. So if you'd followed us, you'd know that the developing story has developed and we'll be touching on that during this podcast. Correct. Uh, and Tom, there is one more story that's alluding is, is it Beckham? It's but there's Beckham and there's uh there's a colourful racing identity that's in some hot curry. That's right. So we'll get to that. Uh, time to rip in. Uh, I've got a limited time. I've got a limited like amount of energy in this battery. This big fella's got forty mins. <laughs> <laughs> He's got forty mins, punters, dribblers. So we need to crack on. All right. So the Origin teams have been named now. Uh, couple of debutants for both sides. I think we start with New South Wales, Eddie. Obviously, we'll be starting with the boys in blue because... So, because, I mean, that's... that's they're that's, wearing blue. They're, they're wearing blue. That's where our loyalties lie. Now, the debutants, Nick Kotrick on the wing. Yep. Love Josh Morris back in the side. I've got to be honest with you. Look, I, I like it. I think that he's an old head. Who's been there, done it? We need us. We needed a. We, He's a bloody good defender. That, Sorry but, for that, yelling in the mic. That's okay. Uh, 
but he's 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 a blood, he's a good defender. He's been there and done it. Yes mm. and yes. Mm. He's also when you've got I think it's like Nick Kotrick who's a who's a who's a new to the arena mm. and then Cody Walker new to the arena mm. and then you're gonna have Kalen Ponga floating around on the back of you know mm. it's just nice to have a nice sturdy solid and aged throbber who's you know you well, can he's, trust, you he's, can trust. He's, he's matured Tom he's a mature throbber he's a matured aged throbber let's not forget when he aged in knee. the barrel let's not forget when he fucked his knee and then got back up and, and ran chased the Greg great, the great Greg Inglis let's he defended Greg basically for what probably five series when the when Queensland were at the peak of their powers no easy task punters no, no easy task my only concern was and and it may be a fickle one, but didn't like how he got stood up by Brendan Elliott, Beers Never, no. who is by my estimation probably close to the worst fullback at the comp. <laughs> yes. Now, that's but I mean, no. But, but Brendan's getting better and he knows that. That's why he moved the other week to Beers Pending or Beers Maybe. maybe. But and, Brendan, uh, Brendan also, I think, has got like maybe one flash of brilliance per month or per quarter even. And you him. think that's what we saw? And that might have been okay. it. Josh would have gone, you know, like it was almost unfair to 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 to, to judge Josh too harshly on Brendan's yep. one flash of brilliance per quarter. Look, I'm not judging him harshly. I'm just no, bringing it up for us a to, as, a, as a talking point. Tom. 100%. But uh, all in all, punters, dribblers, I think I think Josh is uh, he's up to it. He's, he's a good fit. It. Now, Cody Walker, love it. Love it. for it anyway. Unfortunately, in the halves, we have had a bunch of boys go down. Oh, it's... Uh it's, it's been. been it was a trying weekend. It was. But it was I'm, a trying weekend. So we've had we've had uh, Kiri uh, concussion. He's gone down now. Whether you wanted him or not, Mitchell Pierce has had five straight man of the matches and was certainly in and around the the conversation. He's done his groin. Then you had Adam Reynolds, who I think probably would have got it had he not injured his knee. Seems to be all right now. Uh, and so it's landed back on Nathan Cleary. Got to say, this said he's a New South Welshman. I think this is the best way for Nathan Cleary to have gotten the job this year because had he just been picked with Cleary, Pierce, or uh, Reynolds still just sitting there in the chamber good to go, mm. the conversation would be around like, Nate's not ready, Nate's fucked, it what's It certainly would have been. I heard Freddie say dur- uh, during his announcement of the team that he was buoyed by the fact that Nathan dug deep for his side, got the big W at Bankwest Stadium, Steeper Stadium, the land against yeah. the Eels. That I, that buoyed me as well. Absolutely. I was buoyed by that. I was absolutely but, but, buoyed but, by but, that. But, but, but make no mistake, punters, dribblers, they were playing the eels. Yeah. Eels are ordinary. Yeah. Eels are awful. They are. Care about the eels. But I think it shows that under the pump, as in they've lost six on the trot, looking, staring down the barrel of Seren. Don't know the numbers on losing seven straight, but they wouldn't be good. No, they're not. In terms of where you go as a player and as a side moving forward. But he bounced back, got the W under trying circumstances, which was which buoyed Freddie. And yes. if it's buoying Freddie, it buoys me. That's it. And, and and it's good to have someone boying the coach get mm. around the boys. Yes. A good boy boying the coach, yeah. it's good yeah. for the boys. Someone who's boying the coach boys the boys. Yes. That's exactly right. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. And I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm kind of shocked we haven't arrived to that earlier. Mm. But you're absolutely right. So I think Nath... Boys boy the boys. Boys boy the boys. Boys boy the boys. So... <laughs> <laughs> Man, pretty simple. <laughs> That's, I mean, it couldn't be any more simple than that. So I, I'm happy with Nath. Yep, happy, happy with, with Nath. Uh, tell you who I am happy with. Obviously, the forwards as they were last year. Yeah. Uh, then we arrive at uh, the bench. Mm. Now, Cameron Murray's in. Yep, love Cam. Love Cam. I think he's dynamic. Bit big pain, Haas. I mean, I mean, could you ask for a bigger, thicker boy to be the, putting blue on? The thickest blue boy. Forgive me for the tissues if you're watching this on vid punters, dribblers, dribbling from every orifice. Mm. Uh, covered in dribble. Covered in dribble. Payne Haas, the thickest, bluest throbber in the history of the state. That is confirmed. We've done the sums. We've, we've done the sums. We've done the numbers. He's, he's also he's also the youngest. Thickest blue thrower in the history. Nineteen punters dribblers, if you uh, don't mind. Ten, is it, he's ten, a teen. Ten games of NRL football. Edward. Is he nineteen or eighteen? I think he's nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Ten games of NRL football of rugby league football in the top grade, and he's already pulling on blue for his state. He's huge. He's uh, he's nuts deep into Ramadan, so he's basically just living off water. But I mean, elite throbbers 
can do that. That's it. They can go without nutrition for lengths of time. They draw on something that's that's a more than power. it's more than nutrition. It's more than fiber and protein and iron. It's a higher power. They mm. tap into something else. I think he's tapped into the gods of rugby league. That's, that's my opinion. Yes. I don't think I've seen a bigger, thicker boy warm the pine in my time, Tom. Mm-mm. No, they've had to reinforce the pine. I the, heard it. The, the, the pine's been reinforced. <laughs> the pine's been reinforced. They've brought in hardwood. Yeah. Hardwood from Tassie. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and it's been reinforced. Three trees have had to be taken down for this the fucking three, pine. Three alpha trees were cut down for this pine. Yeah. It's been welded into shape. Freddie got on the blur a week or two ago. He knew that the pine was going to be under duress. Yes. So he got the call in early. Yeah. So the boys will be sitting on pristine pine come game one yeah. in Suncorp. They're flying it up, especially. Trucking it up, actually, Trucking too heavy. It, yeah, it's too heavy for a plane. Not so, like, safe for flying. No, not safe for flight, this pine. No, nor, is, nor is pain. Luckily, no, he's in no. Queensland. <laughs> Because no, they, no. they had to drive him down to... They'll uh, be driving him to Perth. Yeah. It's a long haul. It's a long haul. But they're putting him on the uh, on the Garn, is it? Yeah. The yeah, yeah, they're putting him on the Garn. <laughs> the Garn, a, majest- a majestic trip, the Garn. Uh, he'll be in first class, of course. <laughs> Only the best for our pony house. yeah. But on the Garn, he will be... Full, tr- full carriage. Because he's a big, thick boy. He's the thickest boy. And big, thick yeah. boys, too heavy for flying. Yeah. They're going to be Garning. <laughs> It sounds like dribble, I know, but it's not. It's fact. So very excited about his inclusion. Dior the Garn. Dior the Garn. Go look into it, though. Great, uh, affordable trip for you and the family. No, this is an ad. This isn't an ad. This isn't an ad. This is not an ad, but, you know, do your own research on it. If you feel like crossing the Simpson Desert. In luxury. Yeah. Yeah. In luxury. Yeah. Now, we've got one more. Jack Whiten comes in on the util. Yes. Uh, piss boy. Jay Whiten covered in piss, bashing people. I said to the boys during the week in a, in a, uh, in a group chat, so it's, it's all origin this month, last month. Yeah. I said, does he pass the dickhead test for trying to fight random strangers on the street and pissing on when he was covered in his own urine? To which I was told, no, that's not dickhead behavior. Dickhead behavior is drinking in an origin camp. And apparently that's been, that's been gratified. Uh, ratified. Ratified. That's ratified now in, yeah. in Origin yeah. uh, bylaw. Yeah. That's writ large across the laws of Origin now. You can piss yourself and, and punch cunts in Canberra. Forgive my language, punters, dribblers. But by no means are you allowed to uh, drink in Origin camp. So that's why you haven't seen Blake Ferguson come back. Now, Fergo, being in pretty good nick, uh, I'm prepared to admit it. I think Fergo would too. But he's he fucked up. Once upon a time. He also and, didn't have a great game on the weekend. And, uh, no, but I think the line was put through him there and then, Tom. I think the line was put through him there and then. Yeah. He was still in with a shot. I, I was No, but I reckon, I reckon they've, I reckon they've, re- they've, they've stamped him out. Drink, <laughs> drinking, Tom, in an Origin camp before game three that we I mean, lost. Yeah, I know. That used to be what you did in Origin, though, you know? Yeah, but it wasn't. I know, I know. It was in the bloody 90s and the 80s, but those times have changed, they Tom. Have. It's a professional environment now, mate. So... In terms of the New South Wales side, I think that's sort of where we're at. Jack White and passes the dickhead test. I don't mind his selection. I don't have any. I don't have too many concerns. I would have thought you would have gone again with someone like Tarek Sims mm. from last year, and I know that's it. Wouldn't be like for like there. It would be like. But again, okay, Tarek was either going to be taking Crichton's place or uh, Cam Murray's place. Oh, so really, I'm, it was like you you stick with Crichton because he did the job last year and he's playing all right this year. A lot then, of people didn't have him in there. Seventeen, Crichton. Yeah. Yeah, and I can understand that, but he's, he's gone into a team that is filled with fucking throbbers. Forgive my language, punters, dribblers. Um, and so, obviously, he's not going to dominate the same way that he did, but I've seen a bunch of games where, like, his defensive stats have been pretty good. And, again, it's all X's and O's. I'm not, an, not, I'm not anti-Angus. I'm pro-Angus. Well, he's a, he's a friend of the show. He's a friend of the show, and I think that... Friend of the state. He's certainly, he's, he's certainly not going to rule him out. I mean, he no. did the job last year, as you said. He's been solid in a pack of out-and-out throbbers. So, what's the bloody problem? Yeah, you play on there. Play on. Let's get to Queensland. Yeah, I mean, I, but I will up. say this before we get to Queensland. Yeah. I like my New South Wales side, Tom. Yeah, I like the New South Wales side. I like them. No nasty surprises. Think we've got the boys there that can that can sweep. And looking forward to it, Tom. I mean, the rotation in the front row of Vaughan, Clemmer and Payne Haas with Jake Trebojevic to have the ability to do a rotation either back row or front row, it's pretty mean. Oh. It's pretty mean, punters, dribblers. Yeah, it's nice. 
Now, as we get to Queensland punters, dribblers, just going to read through it, because obviously I don't remember off the top of my head, it's Queensland, not a big fan. Uh, Ponga, Corey Oates, Will Chambers, Michael Morgan, Dane Gagai, Cam Munster, Daly Cherry Evans, probably going to be skipper, shout out DCE, Jai Arrow, Ben Hunt, Josh Papali, Felice Kafusi, Matchelet, Josh Maguire, and on the bench, Napa, David Fafita, Joe Offahengawi, and Moses Mbai, Glasby 18th. Man, punters, dribblers. Ben Hunt at nine. It's just, it's interesting. Well, look. I'm sure he can do it. But no, the thing is, like, he's actually not, I think some people actually think he's better suited to nine. Just in general? Yeah. In general, like he has he played much nine. Uh, he hasn't for uh, his club sides, but he's pretty sure he's played nine for Australia, and he has certainly played nine for Queensland, and he's done all right. I don't think that's the weak point. To be honest, I see this Queensland side, and I kind of go, I think there's a little bit, of, a little bit of blue hubris, a little bit of overconfidence from mate, South mate, Wales. Mate, I was, I was, I'm glad you brought that up, Tom. Because if you didn't know I was going to, yeah. it's a pretty good side. Yeah, it's not bad. Like, you look at it and you go, shit, that's all right. And they also and there's won some the danger, last game. But there's dangers there, right? Like, Cameron Munster and DCE, you could argue better than our halves. Abs- you could absolutely argue You could that. absolutely well, argue Well, you go that. DCE better than Cleary. Yes. And then Munster and Walker, slightly different players maybe, but like, it's... But Munster did a serious job last year. Yeah. I mean, Munster's a fucking... And Munster's not debuting, so you'd have to give it to Munster. Exactly, exactly. Ponga, Tedesco, I mean... Ponga. Well, Tedesco is considered the best fullback in the game right now. Yeah, but I... But but, but there was something about his debut last year that that mortified me. Yeah. Because I just go, what is this bloke capable of? Yes. If he can nip around the field in his first origin, seemingly not giving a shit... (laughs) Carving up yeah. the best defensive team you could argue assembled in the game of rugby league. Yeah. Origin sides, pretty elite. Obviously, the Kangaroos, you could argue a bit better. But he just made a bit of a mockery of us at times. And I just think that if he starts to dip his toe and then his leg and then submerges into the Origin pond. Full torso stuff. Full torso then there's no there's no telling what this boy could turn into. And he's now at fullback, whereas he was playing in the middle last year. Yes. He's got room to move. He's comfy at fullback. Mm. He's nice and comfy yep. at back. Yeah, I just um, I'm just worried. Look, I'm I'm sorry that I'm I'm not being anti Tedesco. No, that, I would never Tedesco's be anti Teddy. He's he's a friend of mine. He's yeah. a friend of Tom's, and he's a friend of the shows. But. I just worry about that KP boy yeah. because he's generational yeah. and he could be an immortal. Prodigious, generational, throbber. And just how he handled his debut into Origin last year just fucking makes me shiver. Yeah. Because no one, and I repeat, no one, punters, dribblers, should be that comfortable in their Origin debut. And and especially when he's interviewed afterwards, he's like, oh, just like another game, actually. And it was like, oh, is this guy being an arrogant asshole? And it was like, oh, no, he literally just saw that no, as No, that's game. how he thinks. That's how he thinks. That's the way he operates. He's kind of like Neo from The Matrix, where it's like a little bit, A little bit Neo on, vibes. Um, everything's a little bit slower for me. Like, yeah. I just, I got time. Yeah. It's in like... Half speed. Half speed. That's that's what it is. So that gets me nervous. And then the forward pack. And Suncorp. Suncorp. And if we lose the first game, a lot of pressure on Perth. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not super confident. I, we've got a better side. We've certainly got better forwards. But not in... T- like, yes, again, we got better forwards, right? But Jai Arrow, elite. Ben Hunt is a representative player, whether you like it or not. Josh Papali, gun. Felice Cafusi, gun. Matt Gillette, gun. Josh Maguire, gun. Like, they are all good players. All origin cloth. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, there's some origin cloth in there's, there. There's origin cloth all through that forward pack. Now, the bench, a little bit sus. Dylan Napa, Origin Cloth, sure, but then David Fafita, Joe Offengary, and Moses and is the is where I see the Queensland side. That's the only real sort of like, huh? David Fafita has been playing off the bench as far as I'm aware for the Broncos. Dior that has been all right, but the Broncos haven't been that good. Joe Offengary, I mean, I haven't heard him spoken about in terms of like. How good's he going? No one ever brings him up. It's not. It's not a huge talking point about Joe Offengawi having an. Joe's not. Ball. Joe's not a water cooler player. No, I'm not yarning about Joe Offengawi. And then, and uh, I think Joe would know that. Joe knows he's not water cooler stuff. No, right? he he's not. Know. He's not water. He's cooler not water cooler stuff. content. No, 
He can't be. You're either, you're either water cooler or you're not. And yeah. he, may t- he might turn around at the game of his life and become water, water cooler, cooler content, content. But, but at this point, he's not. He's certainly not. What do you make of Michael Morgan in the centres defensively? I mean, he's played there before. And he's a gun. He's someone who's cut from the cloth, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think you put him there, he'll do it. But then the the the, the last on the bench, Moses Embi. Now I get why he's selected. He can play half. He can play fullback. He can play hooker. So he's got the versatility, punters, dribblers. And forgive us for getting extras and Ozzy. Not really. Just no. We're not getting X and Ozzy. So he's got the utility value. But I also don't think that he's ever throbbed at a level where you're going, oh, this boy's origin ready. You know what I mean? No. Sometimes you turn around and go, yeah, He's Moses has played pretty well. He might have got three Dalian points. Well, he might have got two or one. Oh, you know what I mean? But more likely to get one. More likely to get two or ones. But I haven't seen him throb at, a, at, a, at an origin standard for a long time. And that's the that's probably the only reason why I look at Queensland and go, they got a touch in New South Wales about him in terms of- Not like a whole lot of depth. Turning. Yeah. Not a whole lot of depth. That was That's what I'd say if you're picking Moses Mbai. Yeah. That's about it, though. But- they can give us a real shake. Freddie's going to have to bo- have the boys up and about come game one, Suncorp. Yeah. June 5th. See all that. that. We'll be uh, potentially at the game, Eddie, just so you know. Will you, mate? There's a chance. Oh, okay. I will be in Queensland. Oh, that's nice. For work oh, week, sweet. Week. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, anyway, enough about you, mate. Enough about me. I think that's origin, though. I don't know if we need to get too much more. Go the blues. Origin. Go the bloody blues. Go the blues. Now, so the, you know, if I was getting my checky out here, I'd say blues 13 plus, put the house on it. One of the safest bets known to man, okay, punters, dribblers, is to 13 plus the blues. Yeah. 13 plus. The Blues, and I'm going to say that it is going to be Cody Walker first try score. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to roll that into a same game, same multi, game multi, you'll be looking at uh, New South Wales 13 plus, and you'll be looking at uh, Cody Walker first try first scorer, try and you'll be looking at probably James over, Tedesco anytime try scorer over 40 points. Over 40 points. I'd, actually, I'm going to say under 40 points. <laughs> Definitely under. Definitely under. Uh, first uh, game ones of origin traditionally very tight affairs. Yeah. Very tight affairs. So now, maybe we if go, you actually want a serious, serious bet, punters, dribblers, go, go under. Go under the line. Let's go one to twelve of total match. Yeah, but let's go New South Wales one to twelve. Yep. Under. Total match points under the line. Don't know what it is, Dior, but under the line. And then Cody Walker. First try scorer. Yeah. That's the same game multi that will make you a millionaire, punters, dribblers. Now, if you've got the stones to, to back yourself. Put the house on it. To trust your Hello Sport friends. Checkies out. Leaders. Then, yeah, get your checkies out. This is an Origin checkie special. We'll also yeah. do this week's round coming up, even though it's a beat around. Yeah. But that's that's, that's going to make you a little money. That's a goer. So New South Wales. That's probably, Hello Sport approved. And if you then want to roll it into a three 0 sweep, but that's 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 on you. That's for the real punter. That's for the and the real and the dribbler. real dribbler. So that's Origin. Now just uh, on some rugby league stories, Edward. I mean, there's not too much, really. Just saw before we came on here that James Seguiaro charged with drink driving. Which fucking annoys me. Yeah. It annoys me because I was always... I'm a fan. I'm a fan of, of James. I'm a big fan of James. I thought he was harshly treated when no one had given him a goddamn contract. I couldn't after he was, wasn't at a club. After he was fricked from the, from the Sharks because they didn't know how to Manage cook the books properly. Yeah, they couldn't cook. Didn't know how to cook. They couldn't even cook a spag bowl at bloody Cronulla. <laughs> And poor old Seguiaro's out on his ass. He was playing Newtown for Newtown on, I've been led to believe, nothing. No. Like crumbs. He no. was on crumbs. He signed a $1 contract just so he could play. I exactly. Well, there you go. You can such forget. is his love for rugby league. Punishment. Such is his passion for the sport and for first grade footy, the dream of which he kept alive by playing for Newtown. He finally gets a chance back up at Queensland, up in Brisbane, at the Bronx. Club he's always wanted to play for. A prestigious club with a lot of history, uh, getting better, putting some wins together, but just annoyed me, or has annoyed me, that he's come out to being done for drink driving on his peas, no less, on punish his dribblers. Plates. There's uh, no room for, for error there, mate. No. If you are, firstly, get off your peas. You're an adult now, and I don't think there's a good enough excuse to be on your peas at, what is he, 25, 26? At least, at least. At least. You can't be on your peas. Second to that, if you are on your peas, you know you can't even have a little bit. You can't have any God's nectar 
None when you're on your peas. That's now, part of the punishment. I just feel like, James, mate, You've got to be things smarter. had turned, things had spun, you were on your way back to the promised land. Match-winning try for up at Suncorp in your first game. And you've gone out and done this. I'm just, I'm disappointed, and I know Tom is too. And I'm sure you are as well, James, but we just had to speak about this to the punter and the dribbler. Silly boy stuff. They never seem to learn, do they? Silly boy behaviour, James, but obviously we are fans. We back you. Keep playing good footy if you're not dropped for disciplinary reasons. <laughs> Seb, I'll be, be generous on this boy. Be generous on him, Sebs. You know, it's been a tough fucking couple of months. Very tough start to 2019 for him. Finally turned. Feel like you need to extend the olive branch, Sebs. Yes, yeah, Sebs. Extend that branch. Now, just quickly, Eddie... Uh, Got to remember the name. Uh, there's been a couple of... Look, there's been a couple of punter dribblers who have been calling out for it. Uh, and you know what? we got to listen when the punter and the dribbler... Not always, but when they're, when they're screaming out for it, you got to listen. Well, as representatives for the punter and the dribbler... And the dribbler we have sometimes to, we have to listen. Yeah. So uh, they just wanted to get the checkies out again for this weekend's round. Now, is it a buy round? It yes. is. So buys for the Roosters, Dragons, Sharks, Warriors, Tigers, Knights... Broncos and Storm. That was a weird order to read that in. Well, it was just the way that it was fucking... Okay, sure. It was just the way that it was done here, mate. But I appreciate you. So, Friday, Thursday night, Panthers Manly. Manly has specials. Specials, house on its stuff. Cleary, not there. The only player playing half decently. And Manly, Manly has no one in origin. Cherry, but we've been playing. We've been playing out without Cherry Evans. Kane Cust might be the greatest half in the competition right now. Brendan Elliott, certainly the worst fullback. Um, now... Friday night, we've got the Eels and the Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs, keep the Reynolds. Keep Reynolds. Keep Reynolds. All three Burgi, uh, and they lose Walker. It's got to be the Rabbit. They lose Gay Guy. No, nah, Rabbits. I think it's Rabbits. Uh, Saturday, Dogs, Raiders. I reckon Dogs because the Raiders won't have White and they just they'll they'll shit themselves. They don't have Papali. Dogs don't lose anyone. They lose Napa. Oh yeah. But. Yeah. Dogs got their their. Well, I'm going dogs. I think it's a it's a nice it's a nice multi bumper. You know what I mean? Okay. If yeah. it's checkies out stuff, you gotta. Yeah, look, we're gonna try and give you a bit of value this week, punish yeah. dribblers, because there's only four games. That's it. And or five games. Four games. Four games, Eddie. Good for you. And then the last one, an absolute shit show of no interest at all. Gold Coast Titans versus North Queensland Cowboys. I think the cow, uh, the Titans. I think the Titans win. I think the Titans win this one, punters, uh, dribblers. Uh, Titans win. Punters, dribblers, there's value there. There's some value there. Get your checkies out, certainly. First things first, get the checkies out. Get your checkies out. Go get a pen or a feather and some ink. A quill and some ink. A quill ink, and some ink. If that's the way you do things. <laughs> or if you're like Jay-Z, you write nothing and you remember it all. It's up to you. It's, the, the ball's in your court from here. But just know that that's money, and if you were if you were to be bold, you could roll that into our into our Origin same game multi, and you'd be a billionaire. You'd literally be a billionaire. You'd be the next Mark Zuckerberg. Do you want to be a billionaire or not? That's what I ask. Get your Zuck on punters, dribblers. Channel your inner Zuck. The podcast this week, Eddie. We're back. It's brought to you by uh, the one and only Throbbers up at Bearback Biltong. Yeah. Now, punters, dribblers, you obviously may not know this, but on the back of our endorsement ringing as it has been, Bearback was sold out nationally. Mm-hmm. They ran out of stock. People absolutely climbing over each other for Bearback Biltong have, have on you, the back of our endorsement. Now, the boys at Bearback Biltong, uh, gentlemen scholars, they've sent through a couple for us, some more, you know, juicy, yep. delicious business. Yep. Certainly the first thing I turn to in a time of sickness, as I am right now, I think... You, you, the, the usual tropes of like have some vitamin C, have some orange juice. Have some chicken soup. Have some chicken soup. Wrong, wrong, like, wrong, wrong, wrong. Wrong. Stupid. Silly. It's bareback built on. Always has been. Always has been. People have been doing it wrong for as long as I can remember. Relying yeah. on granny and her old recipes to drag them out of sickness outdated. and turn them into health. It's outdated. outdated. It's old hat. <laughs> this is new stuff. This is new technology. This is at the forefront of sickness, medication, and remediation. Bareback Biltong made from grass-fed Aussie beef. Their original smoked chilli flavour is sure to get the taste buds dribbling, and that's good for 
clearing a, uh, a head cold, Eddie. Nice spices, dribbling. You want to be dribbling. Like Vicks is to the nose, Biltong yeah. is to the senses in the mouth. Correct. And also to the nose, potentially, if it's really spicy. Bearback's very first creation is the original collection. Now, that one provides the right amount of taste to keep you wanting more. The perfect salt blend, coupled with Bearback's secret ingredients, allows it to be a huge favorite, doesn't it, Eddie? You're absolutely right. Now, you might be asking yourself, among, uh, when you're sitting at home, the doctors amongst you, well, how is it that it can clear colds and right wrongs and turn sick people into healthy people. Well, I tell you, it's because it's cold smoke for six hours. Yeah. That's why. That's why. That's why. Okay. And they do that using the bareback method. Okay. It's a unique one, isn't it? It's very unique. Mm. Probably the most unique method there is, the bareback method. Most unique I've heard. Their smoked and chili is the perfect blend. Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Ned's, the best batting platform in town. Um, tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Ned's profiles app. You'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people, and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game, though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Yep. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. Yep. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you follow on my prof, is what I'm saying, is yep. daddy... They are calling me daddy value. And I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where, the you know, everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's, no, but he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Well, no, you, we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But for. I did the bets. I no, just you didn't, didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't, weren't there. on my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do, you didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units, told and that's me, it. Tobler told me I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've, we've now uncovered that. You didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. 
failed to prepare the pedophile. Got it. Now let's put the show. End of their spiced and smoked collection, okay? Which is like a double dose. Well, it's like Panadine Fort. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like bareback fort. Yeah. yeah. Biltong Fort. Biltong Fort. Which means that you'll be sicker for less time. Yep. Because you'll then be healthy. Yeah, exactly. Because it's so strong and delicious. Mm. The simple oaky flavor, heightened by the addition of their secret spices, provides a truly rare and delicious flavor that you can taste when you're sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know how things taste different when you're sick? Not this. No, it still tastes good, even with a blocked nose. It's a little bit all across Australia, punters, dribblers. So even if you're sick in Perth, you can still get it. Now, you buy it at www.barebackbiltong.com.au and I must stress this before we go. If pain persists, please consult a medical professional. (laughs) (laughs) Punters, dribblers, Tom and I are being the dribblers that we are. Mm -hmm. Okay, so a lot of people may have rolled their eyes at the start of the year when we said we'd win our sixth World Cup. They would have been like, Tom and Ed are dribbling again. Yeah, oh, unwavering bias sounds like to me. Sounds like utter nonsense. But... Then we go over to India, and after being down 2-0, we turn it around and win the next three games and win 3-2. And then Smudge comes back, okay, recently against England, what, three days ago? Three, Dior, but it was like a practice match. It was against England, though. And gets 116 nuts, uh, runs off 106 nuts, or 105 nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, replay show was not out. He was done. He was given out, caught and bowled. He hit the ball into the ground. Go to Great Cricketer Instagram if you want to see the stills. There uh, you go. Absolute bullshit. Listen, punters, dribblers, did you hear that? Horse shit. Now, the, look, the, the, out, not out, definitely not out, but whatever. Came out to raucous booze from the crowd, these absolute losers in England. But you know what? You love it. So I'm not going to knock the, the poms too bad. No, look. They're getting around it. Mate, I, I don't mind the booze. Booze are play on. Booze are play on. But the, he, the, but, I, but I'm just starting to think, geez, boo at your own bloody peril. Peril, yeah. You boo know at your mean. own peril because this boy's fired up. He's had 12 months off to sit on the pond and assess he, where he's at as a human and where as his cricket match is, cricket game yeah. is at rather well he's worked on both that was awful he's worked on both okay and he looks like smudge 2.0 to me he and does. smudge 1.0 was a scary scary man he was bradman-esque smudge 2.0 could be bradman now i'm just i'm just talking has spiritual Brad, has bradman felt sorry for smudge who was thrown under the bus by david warner only because he wasn't a great skipper but no, not because he was he was he wasn't out there scratching the ball with the sandpaper no and he shouldn't be punished just because he's not a leader of men. I think that was cruel. Yes, that was cruel. And maybe the great Don Bradman, the the late great Don, the late great, has he has he come back from the heavens, Tom, and and channeled himself into Smudge? That's sort of has he it, lent his spirit to Smudge? If you if you looked at the way Smudge was batting, it was a mixture of and again X's and O's chat pending on uh, route. Uh, Orthodox cricket shots and then wildly unorthodox uh, smudge cricket shots. So you've got your your Bradman where mm. it's like, here's your cricketer. Mm. Again, don't know how he played. I'm assuming a lot. Along the ground. Along the ground, not in the air. Beautiful stroke play. Beautiful st- stroke yeah. play. Yeah. Front foot, back foot. Front foot, back foot. Front foot, covers, back foot. Covers. Covers. Yeah, pull, pull. This way, that way. Yeah. You know? But along the ground, never got That's caught it. or then, rarely. Then you have that fused spliced even. I would say spliced. Spliced, much like a cricket bat is, Eddie. Yes. Uh with the great Smudge Smith, the avant-garde, devil-may-care, mm. care-a sort of batting where it's Very like, care-a where batting. Where it's like, oh, I'm sorry, this is just, like, you, I don't, you, the, the, the commentators actually don't know what the shot's called. Well, you know what it is? It's my face and my heart shows I care, but my batting shows that- That I couldn't give a that fuck. That I couldn't give a fuck. The batting is couldn't give a fuck batting. But I think that what you saw yesterday or the whenever it was, Dior, against the Palms, who are favourites, by the way, and Lol. didn't look like it. Lol. I think what you saw was a fusing of the Don who's come back to rescue a, a battered smudge. Yeah. And you see modern smudge shining through at certain times. So you actually may be witnessing, and I don't want to go too far with this, Tom, but I'm just explaining what I'm seeing. Yeah. You may be seeing a Bradman-Smudge hybrid. Is that 
Is that so far-fetched, though? I don't think it is, <laughs> man. Is it? You know what I mean? In this world of quantum physics and, and the unexplainable phenomena, well, mate, mate, day mate, in, mate, day out. Quantum particles can be in two places at once. Explain that one to me. You can't. Don't try. Now, So it, it is possible that, that the Don's in heaven, but he's also in smudge. Inside smudge. He's possessed smudge. And not completely taken over him, because the Don would know that to completely take over smudge would be to rob him of some of his 2.0 natural brilliance. Yes. Don didn't have in his game. Well, the Don didn't play one day cricket. He didn't. So know we that need was about. you need a you need a little bit of devil may care stuff in there. Yeah, because you need to attack the nut punters dribblers. But the what the Don brings is an ability to play a golf ball up against a corrugated iron drum with a stump. With a stump. That's what he brings. He brings the hand eye. He brings the finesse. The front foot. The back foot. The covers drives. The bloody pulls. He's got it all. He's got absolutely everything you could ever ask for. And he's also a big throbber. So. so <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be more excited. <laughs> this hybrid punters dribblers has got me mate. as wet as wet can be. <laughs> it's absolutely sopping. Get yes. the towels. <laughs> Get the towels out. Get the Hello Sport towels out because we're dripping. Yep. Now, just to bow this. Yeah. Did we say we were going to get a sixth? Yes. We did. Did some of you doubt us? Yes. yes. Are you looking like idiots now? Yes. Am I getting carried away? It was only a World Cup pre-opening warm-up, maybe. No, no, but no. facts are facts, punters, dribblers. He got a ton. He got a better than 100 strike rate ton. He looked majestic. He wasn't out when he got out. No, and one's, no one's heard from the Don for a long time. And I'm seeing the Don out there. Look, the Don's dead, punters, dribblers. And I'm seeing him out there. So... Fuck, tell me what's happening. Riddle me that one. <laughs> Riddle you know? me that. Oi, if you can't explain quantum physics to me, yeah. explain why the Don's dead and I'm seeing him in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Do we care about the other uh, batsmen and what they got? Not really. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, Eddie, I want to talk to you about uh, one of the great pilferers of our time, David Pocock. Look, pilfer I would first, probably second or activist uh, first, pill for a second. Well, so. it depends. It depends. I mean, some, at some points, at some points throughout his career, he's been activist first, evidenced by the fact that he had a whole year off and a sabbatical. Yeah, lost his desire, his hunger to pilfer. Can I actually just before we go completely balls deep into the Pocock thing, I just want to give the punter and also the dribbler a bit of background as to why David is being discussed here on this podcast, award winning. Um, <laughs> Critical acclaim. Critical acclaim stuff. Uh, <laughs> so there, you know, there are some whispers going around Rugby Australia. Some very boring whispers because such is the uh, reporting of the sport that David is looking to wrap up his Super Rugby tenure at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's played over seventy tests, seven years, so he, he, he qualifies under the Gitto Mitchell law. Yep. Uh, he maybe wants to go play uh, in Japan under Robbie Deans. Obviously, really enjoyed the Deans years, unlike anyone else in the country. Um, <laughs> so, potentially going to go play under Robbie. Um, but his Brumbies record was written into this article. Really should have been the headline because it was fucking, it's pretty, forgive my language, punters, dribblers, but interesting. Mm. Um, so, he's been, I think, at the Brumbies for seven years now. Mm. He has played. Uh, 43 games. Okay. And been... How, how long has how long he been there? Seven years. He's been... Well, at the Brumbies? Yeah. He's been at the Brumbies for seven, seven years. I know, right? Okay. I, I, that shocked really? Me. I know, right? That shocked me Jesus well. Christ. Okay. So, play... Uh, so, he's played 43 games and been injured for 57. Okay. So, he's been... Super injured. Uh, super so injured. So, in uh, 2013... Season-ending knee injury. 2014, season-ending knee injury. And then as I was... He didn't play in any two years. He, I mean, I'm assuming he came back, got injured again. So this is uh, this is after the Western Force days. Yeah, for Brumbies. Comes the Brumbies, gets injured gets for two years. Gets injured for two years. I don't know what year he started with the Brumbies, Dior, all that. Just right. count back from 19, though. That's probably the best way. For seven from 19. 2012. 2012. Now, good math. Um... What I did see as well is, and you would have seen, you may have heard about in his clause, that he had the sabbatical clause. Is it a dick move, in hindsight, for him to have been injured for two straight seasons, getting paid and supported by the club, and then in 2017 just go, wait, sorry guys, I want a year off to go somewhere else? I think that he should have done his sabbatical when he was injured. Yeah, but it's probably a bit hard to 
call a sabbatical when you're like two years. Yeah, ago. but I think they can tell. Can't well, they? Well, they can't could, they be like, mate, you're no, not going to play was, this year? Yeah, but you, you, the sabbatical also included going and playing overseas. So you want to be able to go. He wanted to go and like fill his boots. Oh, did he play overseas? I he thought he. I Japan. thought he was just helping rhinos. And no, shit. no, no. He was also helping rhinos, friend of the rhinos. But he, I thought he was exclusively friend, friend of the rhino, friend no, of the forest. No, no, no. Certainly all those things, but also friend to the Japanese night riders or whatever the fuck. Okay, the big bigs. Yeah. So basically, basically played like two months and got paid the same as he would have his state of the year. Yeah, he went coin hunting as okay. well as rhino protecting. Okay, is it is it kind of a dog move to call for the sabbatical after two? Like, so look, inter- oh, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Played fifteen, sixteen, I guess, and then give me a sabbatical. 17. I know what you're saying. Is it a dick move? Well, mate. He, he, that's what he wanted to do, and he got away with it. Yeah. They let him. They, I mean, I so it's also on management for writing Im- in a sabbatical. He was that important to the nation's. Uh- Look, he's been pretty important over the years. There's no doubt about that. I mean, he's stolen a lot of nut for the nation. Uh, mate, could be locked up for the amount he's stolen. Stolen in disgusting other, amounts of nut for his he's nation. Stolen Wall Street amounts of nut. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this he, is this is embezzlement, mate. This is embezzlement. He's embezzled. He nut. should be locked up. Well, thirty years. Yeah. This is this that is the all. height of white collar crime. Yep. Is the stealing is of the, the nut on his stealing. level? Yeah. Such is his ability to steal nut. So look, I wasn't never seen a nut stealer like him, Tom. No, absolutely. He's the Bernie Madoff of nut stealing. Yeah, I'd go with that. I'd go with that. Now I don't want to. It wasn't a Pocock bashing. It was just the article. I was interested to hear your thoughts, punters, dribblers. Feel free to reach out with yours if you so choose. Um, But yeah, looking like he's going to link up with Robbie Deans to start another successful. Oh, uh, Deans! Wonder how he's going, old Rob. In the uh, in the Japanese Super whatever competition it's called. Still licking his wounds? Well, never to coach in Australia again, I would say. Mm, beginning of the end, probably. You might say so, Eddie. Uh, but look, Pocock... Now with the power of hindsight, a powerful tool, punters, dribblers. Very powerful. You tool. could argue, Robbie, the beginning of the end. Of Australian rugby. Mm. Could have been. Well, I mean, when you sign a sleeper, that's what you get, isn't it? <sighs> you sign a Kiwi to coach the national side, it's a bit fucking... It's how are you? You're asking for trouble. Asking for I mean, trouble. look, Wales got away with it, but I don't know. You can't do it with our history. I'd like to know if any foreign coach has won a World Cup with a. That's team. a that's a very very good question. I'd say maybe like the Poms because the Poms. Are... No, they had Clive Woodward. Yeah, but they've won twice. No, they've won once. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. I thought they won in the early nineties. No, eighty seven. It was it was uh, New Zealand eighty seven, Australia ninety one, South Africa ninety five, Australia ninety nine, England two thousand three, South Africa two thousand seven, New Zealand two thousand eleven, New Zealand two thousand fifteen. Love that, Eddie. Love that. No need for the Dior, but I'm just going to. You're not going to believe me. Well, no, I'm just going to. I mean, why wouldn't I Dior? Because I already told you the answer. That you did do that, and it is. Correct. I'm your Dior. No, right. Okay. Well done. He is right, punishable for for the record. Um, so yeah, apparently Pocock out for the season anyway, and he'll be back for the World Cup. So. There we go. Well, look, we're getting close, punters, dribblers. Uh, am I nervous? Not yet. No, but I will be. Sure. Looked at the looked at the pot uh, the the pools today, punters, dribblers, and I came across something I found interesting. I think it needs to be addressed. We're in the pool. We've got Wales and Fiji. They're the only nations that I mean you could argue can score points against us now if we don't top the pool i.e. we lose to to Wales then we'll get England in the quarters and I just think that they'll be out for sweet sweet revenge need to win the pool need to win the pool must must win the pool must win the pool that's my feeling yeah that's my feeling gotta win the pool so messages to the boys currently please reach out Curtly reach out. Also, get us out of the pools first. Yeah, yeah. pool first. Well, podcast first, pool second. Podcast first, pool second, but not second in the pool, first in the pool. So, podcast first, pool Pool first. first. But second. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Punters, dribblers, do apologize for the uh, consistent sniffling. Obviously, you can tell I sound like an absolute deathbed. But 
I'm doing my best to soldier on for you. Eyes watering. feel like my head could explode. Tell you what it feels like if you're a Game of Thrones watcher, or were, because it's over, uh, when the mountain was squeezing Oberon's head until it exploded. That's kind of what it feels like for me, isn't it? One of the great episodes. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Yeah. Didn't expect to see his head crushed well, and explode. That is what I'm. That is kind of what is going on with me right now. I feel like the if you explode on me, I'm going to fucking lose it. <laughs> In a good way, like in a bad. shocked, like whoa, that was a that was a twist. No, as in that's disgusting. Well, it'll be better than the end of the fu- of the series, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would not be. to get too deep into it, punters, dribblers, because look, they lost their way. The fire went way. out. Everyone knows it. Well, they had to go and make Star Wars. I feel like they just had an eye. The on fire Star went out. Wars. The fire went out. Yeah. They went for for big showy battles instead yeah. of intricate plot twists and character development. And in so doing, disappointed the globe. Look, a lot of the time, these are hard to finish, these series, really hard to finish. I but think, they and, fucked it. And look, to be honest, I, I hate, to, I hate to, uh, to be the bearer of bad news, as it were. This is also not necessarily bad news. It's just a feeling of mine. Feel like George may cark it before he gets done. Yeah. I don't, I don't trust George's body. I look at George. He doesn't. And then well. I look at his age and I go to my, and then I look at how long it's taken him from the last book to this book that's still not released. And then I think about how many more years it might take him to finish the last book. And I do the numbers like I do. I'm the stat man on the show. And yeah. I realize George probably not going to finish the books. No. Series will be left in cliffhanger. And he'll write the next one, and yeah. then I reckon he'll die before the last one's done. Yeah. Now, what we should have is maybe a small portion of the profits from Game of Thrones goes to keeping him alive. I'm sure it already does. It well, I mean, I don't know he's getting paid big bickies, but I'm sure he's spending it on like cake and stuff. You know what I mean? He doesn't seem like he's spending it on. Oh, you're t- you're, you want you want someone to come in and basically make sure he's living. tell him what he can eat. Should we be locking George up? I think we just give him like twenty four seven care. We go, all right. We're going to need you to. We're going to need you to finish this, right? Obviously, we're going to do our best to keep you alive. Daily checkups. We're going to give you a, a prostate exam every morning before brekkie. Lock him up. We're going to give you a bloody colonoscopy and a and a one yep. down the throat. Yep. Yeah, give him new blood, new blood every day. New blood, fresh blood, we'll fresh get- blood. That man, get him fresh, yep. fresh blood. Stem cell regeneration. That's it. IV in the arm, yeah. so he can recover from whatever it like from eating a donut or whatever. But yeah, he's not yeah. getting donuts now. He's getting salads. No, no, no. He's getting and salads. just do this: get him to knock those books out, and then redo the end series. Done. So maybe from like seven and eight, redo them, yeah. and then there'll probably be like another, f- probably another ten in series. Yeah, but I'd love that. That'd be great. And then, then I don't have to read the books. Once he's written it, see you, George. Yeah, take the IV out, take the new blood out. <laughs> all the funds, you know. All the funds go, <laughs> all the funds then that were keeping him alive go into, into the, production. the next 12 seasons of which need to be made to wrap this up properly. That's all I would say. That's all we've said. I mean, are we asking for much? Is that that difficult in 2019? Is that asking for much? I wouldn't have thought that was I difficult. gave 10 years of my life to the show, and I feel like that's the least they could do. I'm surprised, Eddie, that no one else has come out and said it. Seems like the most obvious thing to do. Seems like a piece of piss. Yeah. That's my feeling. Yeah. Anyway, that's Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's Unexpected, a- but it happened. But you know what? That's what you get here. Look, a couple of things from the dribblers. Uh... Punters and dribblers. I've just got to get through here. Um, on behalf of uh, a, uh, what's his what's his Instagram handle here? Spy ninety five. Eddie, he's 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 reached out to us, slid into the DMs. Uh, wanted to thought it was apt, and I tend to agree with him that we give a shout out and maybe a uh, a posthumous VB to Nicky Lauda, the one eared Formula One driver. Look. Nicky was a champion. I don't know a whole lot, but I do know this. I do know that he burst into flames and came back and was a champion. Not many can do that. And he's missing half his face and his ears and shit. Yeah. Burnt nearly to, to death, yeah. almost, Nicky. He was in a he was basically in a car like three weeks later. Yeah. One of the great operators, one of the great pipe layers I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, I have never, never seen, him. seen him. But, but when you read hear, the stories, you go, Jesus Christ, should, so we, we, should we award the Pipe Layer of the Week trophy? Posthumous Pipe Layer. Yes. <laughs> yes. What's the word? Posthumously. <laughs> Posthumously. Posthumous Pipe Layer. 
He's the posthumous pipe layer of the week. That goes to Nicky Lauder. Also, punters, dribblers, just wanted to mention that King Dribbler asked to be pipe layer of the week this week, which yeah. is a cardinal sin. It's cardinal sin. John, you're an idiot. Knocking pipe layer. Never ask again. No. Or we'll be taking back that baby. Yeah, great. absolutely. You cannot be asking for pipe layer of the week. You can nominate someone for pipe layer yeah, of the yeah, week. Yeah, you can nominate someone else, an athlete or a friend, but you can't nominate yourself. That's so lowbrow. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer is no, and <laughs> Nikki is getting a posthumous pipe. You are of the posthumous pipe of the week for being an alpha. That's probably one of his greatest achievements, right there. I think that's it. Forget the world champions. Forget the year. Forget the year. Forget the fire. Grab onto this bad Grab boy. Onto that pipe. Grab onto the Hello Sport Pablo of the Week trophy. The Alex, the Alex Einstein, Einstein Memorial, Memorial Big Party Pablo of the Week trophy. trophy, posthumously awarded to one Nicky Lauda. Rip in peace, the late thrower. That was well said. Vale. Well said, Tom. Vale, Nicky. Well said. Uh, now, as I continue to just wipe drips from my face, again, I apologize to the punter and the dribbler for that. I'm not into it. Um, the developments from last week. So, punters, dribblers, if you are living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise, or if you choose for some unknown reason not to follow us on Instagram, still can't wrap my head around that, but whatever. There was a dribbler who said to us, listen, if I get a tattoo of the Halo Sport logo on my bod, if I ink my skin for the podcast, does that equal a bag of grain? We put it to you, the punter and the dribbler wanted to get you involved, make it seem like this podcast is a democracy, even though it's not. It's a dictatorship. But you voted... And we listened to it. ...in favour of the dribbler getting the baggy green. The so dribbler, that was a developing... The dribbler in question, Jake Donegan. Jake, yeah. But that was a developing story last week. Now, I can confirm, did get the tat. He got the ink. He got the ink. He's inked up. Jake wearing ink. J- Jake inked. Video Jake on inked, Instagram. Jake inked on the leg, got the Hello Spot podcast logo on his leg. Now, he will be receiving a baggy green for that. There has been some... Conjecture. There's been conjecture. There's been kickback. Some punters and dribblers not happy. Some punters and dribblers, cynics among you, believe that it was an it was a fake tat. Now, on this podcast, we choose to believe in miracles and in tats that are real, not fake. Yes, and the, the, the miracles and the punter and the dribbler. We would, we choose to believe in you. We trust in the punter and the dribbler, and we would trust that you would never wrong us. That being doesn't said, seem like their style. That being said, though, Jake would love to see an updated photo of it. Yeah, Jake, send us to another photo. Send just, us to another photo just, just to, to shut up the... You know, shut the, up, the, the, shut the up the cynics. Yeah. Shut up the cynics. We believe you, bruh. But we want to shut up the, 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 the disbelievers. Look, we'd like, to, we'd like to shut the door on the disbelievers. Yeah. We'd love to do that. So send us an updated pic. Um, can't wait to see it. Sure, it looks legit. But that's the baggy greens on route anyway. So no, the baggy greens on route. This is just to put the cynics into their little beds. And shout out to the cynics as well because you we uh, love the cynics. we love the cynics. Don't get us wrong, but we just need you to be proven we need, we need to, wrong. We need to so we're proven right. Correct. That's how it works. And one more, just wanted to shout out to another friend of the show, uh, another dribbler, Dimitri, who. On the back of our, uh, I should have brought this up during the cricket yarn, Eddie, but on the back of our glowing praise and endorsement of Australia getting their sixth World Cup, chucked 50 on. Look, I was looking at the prices today, punters, dribblers, and if Dimitri got that bet on pre the England game. He has. He's, he would have been looking at money. I mean, at the start of the year, punters, dribblers, we were nowhere. 11s, maybe 10s. We're into 475. The global punter and dribbler knows what's up. They know what we're about. They know a six is en route. They know that we're legit and that we're throbbing and that we've got a Bradman smudge hybrid on our hands. Yes. So to Dimitri, I say, go and spend that now. Yes. Because that's money in the bank. Yeah. Spend it now. Spend it now. Work out what you'd make and spend it. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Damien Flower. Oh, shit. Um, colourful racing identity. Yeah. Now, Damien's been um, embroiled in some hot water. He, uh, to, to refresh the punter and the dribbler, the dribbler co-owned champion racehorse Schnitzel, uh, 
Dude, he, no, no, no. He he owns multiple. No, no, but he rose to prominence oh, through, through schnitzel. schnitzel. That got him his break in the industry. Now he owns like 50 thoroughbreds or something. He's got a stud, big, big throbber. Schnitzel, I believe, got one of the highest service fees in the land, so he gets paid in excess of 250 I believe, Dior, 250 k to pump. Per nut. Per nut. Wow. So schnitzel, a big throbber. Named after he named the schnitzel as well. They called him schnitzel because he almost died in a car accident. They said he looked like a schnitzel. Wow, Nicky Louder vibes. Nicky Louder vibes. There's a bit of a theme here. Yes, but he's been embroiled in a importation racket, bringing in cocaño from mm. doing uh, the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work. <laughs> bringing, co- <laughs> bringing co- one of us. Some of us have. Someone to. has to do it. Bringing cocaño in from South uh, South Africa. South looks to Africa. be looks to be in hot water. L- owns ponies with Alan Jones, with Feel Good, with a couple of uh, heavy hitters. Singleton, you know, some 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 big identities around the traps. Now, I must say, look, I was sent this little uh, picture by um, Archie. Shout out to Archie. So let me read a bit here, just from an article about uh, Flower. Do your best reading. I'll do my best for the punter and the dribbler. In recent years, he and his wife, Camilla, who is not accused of any involvement, have amassed about $10 million worth of real estate, including four properties on the Gold Coast. Now, if you're bringing in coke, of course you have four properties all on the Gold Coast. You know what I mean? Like, well, you not you spread them out? No, no. If you're, if you're in the Cagano game, all Gold you Coast. have to have... At least four at properties. least at least three properties in the Gold Coast. If you've got four, it <laughs> shows you know real... it's a sign of wealth. Yeah, it is. It's a sign of where you it's are. It's always in the been game. a good yardstick in that in that world in the in the world of thoroughbreds of ponies. It's funny though that the, the and cops, of, the cops don't know. It's it's a it's it's subtle. You know, it's like well, you're trying to hide from the cops. Get as many places on the Gold Coast well, as you can. Look, they look, wouldn't look there. Look. No one looks at the Gold Coast. No. So, in 2015, Mr. Flower outlaid $4.5 million for Platinum Park at Hawkesbury, which he's turned into a state-of-the-art horse training facility. Mr. Flower is a regular fixture at Sydney's racetracks and owns horses with high-profile figures including Alan Jones, John Singleton, Nick Vass, who's a racing identity, and rugby league throbber Phil Gould. Now, Gus, upon being made aware of the accusations against... Phil's in shock. Phil's Phil's gone into shock. Phil's gone into shock. I just can't believe it. I'm hoping it's not true. I've been sick all day. Now, he also... Again, this may be a giveaway, Eddie, or is it not? But, like, when you're a horse owner, let's say you're Phil Gould, let's say you're Alan Jones, let's say you're Singer, whoever, Dior on the specifics here, but if you own a horse... And one of the owners is a is a baggage baggage handler at the airport. Not making any judgment on the vocation, Eddie. Some of the great greatest people in our nation handle bags at the airport. But if one of them's, if you're part owning a horse with a baggage handler, is your eyes not a little bit? Hmm? Well, I think what's sus is not that he owns horses, but it's the type of horse he owns. That's what. So I'm if you're if you're owning those big elite throbbers, so I'm saying, if you're Alan Jones, if you've got a prize stallion on your hands that you're sharing with Singo and Jones, and the other other owner is is a baggage handler, I think it does raise some alarm bells. Some alarm bells, probably how he got done. Could be now. All alleged, we must stress. And again, it's... Everything we say on this podcast is alleged. Let's preface that. The man was just trying to do a good service for the people of this country. Uh, I'm not judging the man. I'm just... We're just reporting the facts. That's what we do. Just quickly, before Sebo um, sent me through the names of these horses, and they are particularly unsubtle. If I can find them. So, just to just to bow this whole situation. Now, obviously, we've already established that Gold Coast great place to buy multiple place real estate if you're trying to hide the fact that you might be in some nefarious practices. But and you look at his horse names, they don't exactly lend. They they aren't exactly subtle. You know, there, there are some red flags around the names, and I just would like to take you through them. So, uh, Jailbreak, which I believe he owns with Gus Gould, Double Bluff, Massacre, Manipulate, Ice Bath, Nightlife, and Party House. Now, they sound like horses. Th- again, 
if I'm just reading between the lines, they sound like horses that may have been paid for in just bricks of cocaine. They may have been. And again, alleged. Just what they they sound like party horses to me. Yeah. Party ponies. Yeah, party ponies. Classic party ponies. Uh, Look, Damien, we wish you all the best. All the best. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you know, good luck. Good luck with it. Good luck with it all um, and everything into the future. Punish Dribbles, that's us for this week. Uh, another bumper week, obviously award-winning, top the heap. Matty John's podcast and us fighting it out, fighting it out. He's getting close, but obviously not. Uh, shout out to everyone who shout out to the sickos who uh, downloaded the Sleep Companion. Hear that it's gone off a treat. Uh, Ten thousand downloads and counting in the first five minutes, Eddie. So uh, shocking. It, the numbers, the numbers on the Sleep Companion shock me. I hope that a lot of you had a beautiful sleep last night. I know I did. I certainly did. Even slept like sick. a log. Slept like a log. So congratulations, punters and dribblers. We've got to go. Tom's very sick. Very sick. Got to go. Love you all. Bye-bye. Currently Bill, reach out. Could you two just not talk anymore? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.